What's poppin', folks? It's your boy Remy A. I'm here with the Say That podcast, and it is a special Sunday, not yes, because sir. the Pats are playing. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? What it's up, repeat. Up? It's Mike Sanchez. And remember, y'all, don't say, say this. Say, say that. that. Let's get it poppin', folks. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Mike, introduce a special guest hey, I have got this Yo, week. Hold on, man. I got to get in the right pose for this one. <laughs> oh, I got to warm up. Lungs, you know, the air passages in the are clear box. and stuff. <laughs> you know, we got a Boston legend, South Fend legend. Appreciate what it. is going on, Bugsy H? What's up, bro? How you feeling today? I appreciate it. I'm feeling great. You know what I mean? Yes, it's sir. It's a beautiful day. I appreciate y'all having me on this dope ass podcast. Of course, absolutely, bro. Welcome, welcome, through. bro. No doubt, no absolutely, doubt. Welcome, glad I'm bro. here, man. Glad thank, I'm you, here. thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Only way to build relationships, man. Show up in person. You know, feel somebody's energy and work hard together, man. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Big That's facts. Right. Big facts. Word up, Bugsy H. For those who don't know out there, and if y'all don't know, y'all better know. Tell the people who Bugsy H is. And uh, give a shout out to your Instagram so people know where to follow you at the Word. beginning of the podcast. Got you, man. Um, I'm Bugsy underscore H. You know, um, I go by Bugsy H with the dot at the end. Yeah. So basically, you know, I've been I've been rapping, I'd say more seriously since I was about 16. Wow. You know, wow. so definitely over half my life. I turned down a record deal with uh, Sony Records when I was 16. When you were 16? I was 16 years old. Could have got the PSI for free, my dog. For real. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're saying, Facts, fuck. Yeah. Facts, <laughs> like, damn. Facts. Nah, nah, this was Sony Records, man. Wait, wait, Sony or Sony, like your knee? Sony Records. Oh, like Sony. the record. This dude said yeah. Sony. Sony. Like I'm making sure, nigga. <laughs> I would have turned down That's the Sony joint. Yeah. For real. He said you got to go to freaking... I love that shit. So neat. You got to go to physical yeah. rehab for that shit. <laughs> Facts, but, but nah, um, yeah, it was, it, was a, um, it was a situation where I was a part of an underground label called Mathline Records. My mentor picked me up. His name was Square Root. You know, he's... He, my man right here got down on some of the production for that. But yeah, um, so basically I was, I was, uh, I was in a group and... They wanted to sign only three members. Mm. They wanted oh, to sign me, shit. Square Root, who was a mentor. He was the CEO of the label. And they wanted to sign another kid. His name was Hollow Dot. But the only problem was, you know, start, you know, jumping into that label, he didn't want to break apart. He didn't want none of us to break apart. I was kind of almost kind of down because I, I joined late. Oh, so so you oh, wasn't okay. so wasn't like a core nah. member. You nah, was like, nigga, I was... My value was up, nigga. Right. Yeah, I was yeah, one yeah. of the last. I was one of the last members to join, so I was kind of trying to not persuade, but definitely give him the the ear that maybe we could, you know, go down this avenue. But um, he was like, nah. He was trying to get the joint venture. I'm like, bro, you you trying to do the Jay Z thing? And we of were, you course. Know, under, under, He's trying to build the leverage and trying to get y'all all in. Right, but I mean, you got to understand, Jay Z did a lot. You know, when you got to that level, so um. He was like, nah, he wanted a funnel math line through Sony. He was like, bro, that, you know, that was kind of difficult, yeah. you know, at that time. But nah, it, it, was a, it was a blessing. I learned a lot. He taught me a lot about the business. And do you understand what he was trying to do, like, now a little bit? Now better? I do. Now I do. I mean, even then I did to, to an extent, but it, um, it definitely, I wanted to take the deal, you know. In my neighborhood, nobody really had a, a record deal and. You know, Katz was, you know, looking at me trying to ask for money already. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even sign the yeah. deal. You already saw dollar signs. Right. Oh, shit. Right. When you pulling up on a Benz or something, right? That's what <laughs> right. they think. For That's real. what they thinking. Right, right, <laughs> right, man. For sure, man. So, South End native, born and raised in Boston. Right. So, I'm... You know, being us so close to New York, you know, where the genesis of hip-hop started, you know, we got a lot of influences. Right. What were some of the influences for you at an early age to, to pick up a mic and, and a pen? I would say, I would definitely Big Pun. We're going to get into that. You know, Big Pun was R.I.P. Big Pun. Big Pun was the R.I.P., man. He was the greatest. You got a similar voice to, the, to like, the, the Terrace. Yeah, Punisher, yeah, bro. Little yeah, Italy, man. little did he know yeah, that the... Man. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, in, I'm influenced, but I would say in terms of, like, picking up the pen, because that was, like... You know, I've, I've been writing rhymes since I was probably like 10, 9 to 10. Damn. So I would say I would say more probably towards like Raekwon, gotcha. Ghostface, okay. Nas. Mm. That real gritty hip-hop. That yeah. like from, from the struggle type hip-hop, right? Right. That that really inspired me um, to pick up the pen, but Big Pun inspired me what to do with the pen when I got it. You know what I mean? So Stylistically, facts. somewhat. Well, right. Yeah, that, right. Right. Right, man. Right. You also dabbled on with poetry, right? Like that's kind of how. Yeah, I mean, way for you. Right, I I got some a couple. I got a a a poem published in a book. You know, my life story that we talked about. So yeah, I, I've I've dabbled in that, and um, she, uh, you know, can people still get it now? 
Yeah, it's on, it's on Amazon. All you got to yeah, do is... Shout that out. I need that too. Yeah, man. For real. That's something different. Hell right. yeah. It's called Faces of a Neighborhood. And it's, it's basically depicts certain people's lives in South End. I, I was one of the... What well, was one of the uh, people that the author found? She deemed that I was, um, you know, valuable to to put in a book to tell my life story, and you know, she she helped me publish uh, one of my poems in a book. Right, right. So, so you've been living yeah. out of the South End your whole life, my whole much. life, man. born and raised, exactly. That's right. So you've seen it grow. You've seen the struggles. You've seen right. the good times, the bad times. Right. Is that kind of like the inspiration behind you know? what you do as a rapper like you said you were inspired by big pump but like you know you've seen pretty much everything that needs to be seen in that neighborhood was that also an influence to you to kind of put your story out there that was the battery that was in my back okay so big pun was like it's like when you look at a painting right you know you see the painting and you know you get inspired by the brush you get inspired by the colors but it's what's in the painting that you know you can correlate with the message know? right exactly. so when i hear big pun or when I hear Nazar, when I hear certain or artists, you know, I, I correlate that. I like, like, I'm gonna give you an example. Like Jay Z and Biggie, I love Jay Z and Big. They're, they're the best, right? But I didn't like. I never sold keys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, one yeah. of them rappers. Like, <laughs> yeah. I never rap. I don't rap. You know, I don't rap about keys. I never sold keys. Um, so when I hear rappers breaking down, the, you know what I mean, the, the balls and little things and, and breaking down, you it, know what it mean? just it doesn't Six, relate to you. 16, 16, yeah, like yeah. that's I I could relate to that. Oh, you can relate to the to the bar count. I'm, no, I'm saying I could relate to the, uh, you know, the, the the drug deals where it wasn't as as, as prevalent as like selling keys. And yeah, I, I don't yeah, know about oh, that yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I hear Mob Deep and they talking about breaking out, you know what I mean? Little, you know what I mean? Like I, Some, I, something I, smaller, yeah. Right, putting a, putting a joint in the Doritos bag and them throwing it. In. I I relate to that. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I relate to that. I know about that, but I can't. I can hear stuff about keys, but oh, that's dope. But I don't. I don't. It doesn't hit as hard because you click. Because yeah, I yeah. don't know that lifestyle. You don't know that lifestyle. Facts, you know I mean? facts. Well, yeah, being relatable a lot of times is because you gotta remember some of these. You know, it sucks, but nowadays, you know, they sell the audience a dream. Right. You know what I mean? And this is why some rappers I really fuck with, like Benny the Butcher. Right. He, he got he got a song called like uh, New Streets, where he talks about the bad parts of the parts that are being glorified, like the, right. all the selling drugs. How right. about when you go get all those drugs and they don't sell? No, why don't nobody rap right. about that part? When you sitting on it, when you sit, <laughs> when you sit on a bunch of work, right. and, and you looking crazy right now, right? And that's the thing, and that's a, and even with me, I always try to, I never glorify that part of my life. I always, there's always a message within that, you know what I mean? And it's always, um, you know, it's there's risks, you know, there's risk, there's risk from, there's risk from, um, like like for instance, when I started, you know, hustling hustling weed, right? When you're hustling weed, you know, you're selling your friend, everyone's having fun, you're drinking, you got shorties, everything's fine. Right, they know you got grass. Right. Then you jump, you know, and, and, you know, I was doing that probably when I was like, you know, 12, 13, whatever. Now, you, you know, 13, 14. Now, now you got people that you look up to that you've grown up watching and you've seen the kind of cars they're driving or whatever have you, right? So now you're jumping into another field, but in the field that you jump into, now you watching, you know, fiends set you up to try to get you killed. You got your friends getting killed. Shorties, shorties trying to set you shorties up. Shorties trying to set you up, which has happened to me. You know what I mean? Um, so never, ever glorify that. And I always want people to hear the message within the music. Because, yeah, I do. Because it's like a, it's a hook and grab, right? So when I say certain lines, it's a hook and grab to pull you in. But if you're actually using your intelligence... You can differentiate the good and the bad. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If you if exactly. you're That's not intuitive, if you're not intuitive, then you're just gonna be like, oh, he's just rapping about whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I know how you spoke in that part about not glorifying right. what's been around you. That's kind of what you're seeing now in today's genre of rap is the glorification right. of like right. mostly like Lean and Zans. Like I'm gonna right. be honest, I can't name one new age rapper as I mentioned Lean and Zans in a song. Right. And you know, you're catching all these kids starting to do it and then they get addicted and then they get an OD. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Juice World, that happened to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So do you think that kind of stems from like a corporate type thing? Because like you said, how they kind of sell these kids as lifestyle. Right. That like, oh, you want to get the cars, you want to get the bitches, you want to get everything. You got to rap about this instead yes. of what you actually thousand, went through. thousand percent. From a corporate uh, aspect, I can tell you firsthand when I was a kid, I had 
very few conversations with the A&R from Sony, but even the directives that he was giving me, it was weird. It was like, because um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a conscious rap, like, you know, Mike knows me. I'm, I, I do a lot of conscious music. The other, the other music that I have is, is to, like I said, it's a hook and grab. We, we hook and grab people. You know, when I got a song, if I'm talking about a female, it's a hook and grab. Because I know that if I'm saying a song about a female, certain females might listen to my song. Mm-hmm. And they hook and grab, you know what I mean? Right. When actuality, it's really not even all about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about another girl, mm-hmm. but it's a hook and grab. Yes, yeah, and it's really just a, like a marketing thing sometimes. Right. And bro, anybody ever done music, bro? You 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 understand the importance to cater to an audience, right? Or to certain audience, and that's why some people come on this only female songs. Some people right. only come out to, you know only dudes who are gangsters and, and, and popping off. Right. But when you're smart, you understand what you're doing. Just like when you're putting an album together, you make sure I got two, three for the shorties and then I got this, I got that, I got, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right, yeah, but no, nah, but but to answer your question even even more thoroughly, you're right. I mean, on a, on a corporate aspect, it's changed drastically. You know, it's changed to the point where like, you know, before it was like, you know, rappers are talking about selling drugs, and now they rap about doing drugs. Yeah. You know, exactly. they used to rap about, you know, hustling to buy a girl a purse, and now it's, let's buy the purse ourselves. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just, facts. it's it's like there's, there's a certain level where the corporate, they just, they swallow everything in terms of the consumer's mind. It's scary. And they bro. don't let, they don't let the consumer um have their own mind. Exactly. But I remember the consumer's 16. Right. The consumer's 15. Yeah. Right. I was just telling right. Pete, the people that really buy stuff and go to concerts, these are 15 year olds, right. 16 year olds. Right. Just think about when anybody was popping, even Michael Jackson, the, the, all their fans, a lot of their fans are these high school little girls, are these, right. you know, 12, right. 12, 13, because that's the market. And that's where, you know, I was telling him, I have an artist, Jay so I told him, the reason why I talk to the adults, bro, is because I don't want them, because you're, you're a child, you know what right. I'm saying? And in, in, in this game, it's like adults kind of making an image, an artist of what they want to sell to another child. Right. And that's, it's a weird game out here. Right. Facts. Thousand percent. You know, and to piggyback on what you said, I think it was Joel Ortiz that had a line that went, rap went from, from hustlers to users. Right. Quick. Right. You know? And, and, and it's crazy because it's just highlighted now right. to a point where, like, you have to involve it some way. Like, like in, in, in the mainstream, right. at least. Right. But right. it is what it is. It is. True. So yeah. I, know, I know you've been um, doing yeah. music since you were 16. You said mm-hmm. more, than, more than half of your life, which is I congratulate you on the consistency. You know, sometimes it's easy to just get discouraged with many things because of right. many things. How has your practice or, or, or your your um, sessions changed over time? That's a good question. They, I, I'm going to tell you this. I recently did an album, I'm sure I don't know if any of y'all heard, called Travis County 2. Okay? I, went li- I won't lie, last night I went through some of your, sh- you know what I'm saying, I watched a bunch of your videos. I like your music. I have an artist named Eddie Gray. He does kind of, he does conscious rap as well, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I feel you, I, I can see you have a pen game, but I haven't heard that album. Right. Yeah. So I appreciate it. So that album is not conscious. The album's hardcore, okay? Mike knows me. Chainsaw rap. Oh, <laughs> shit. I call, as one of my fans said. That he, Michael Myers tracks, you know called, what I'm He saying? calls it slasher rap. He yeah, said, yo, you yeah. can slasher rap. So that album was entirely hardcore. I started as a hardcore artist. Big L and Big Pun are, you know, my, my main inspirations, as I you know. That's mentioned. hard, that's hard. Right. So with that, out, when, when I was working on this project, right, I didn't want to do it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't want to do it because I kind of wanted to leave the hardcore stuff alone. I wanted to delve into more the conscious and the other stuff that I've been kind of focusing wanting to, you know. As a person, just as growing a person, as a just person. Just yeah. growing. Stick to your roots. Right. But I've been having people DM me like, yo, when are you doing Travis County 2? When are you doing Travis? Because I did Travis County, you know, me and my brother Cage, rest in peace. Um, we did that when I was I was 18, right? I was 18 years old. We, we wrote that whole album in one night in New Hampshire. Wow! One wow! Night, he had his, he had a little spot. His family got a spot in Sunday P. We went up there one night, burned an ounce, wrote the whole album. Didn't record it in one night, but I wrote it one night. Yeah. So, long story short, I you know when we were working on that, I was like, nah, you know, I, I kind of didn't never really wanted to drop a part two. It was just like whatever. But people have been hit me up. When are you dropping two? When are you dropping two? When are you dropping two? So I was like, all right, whatever. I'll drop two. You got to respond to the demand. Got it. Right? Yeah. Facts. Now I'm like, all right, I got to do it. So um. I hit up Keith Murray, got him on it, SD Knack from Lynn. 
he jumped on it as well. It it it, it definitely um, was my most critically acclaimed album. It got me on Shade Four Five, got me on Insomniac. I got number one on that, which I never. I've only been on Insomniac twice, and the other one was because of terminology. Yo, congratulations on that. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Now, does that? I know you said that before then. You were 18 the last time you rapped like that, or the last time you had that hardcore, right? Yeah, that hardcore. Now, because of the success of do you owe, does it like is there a part of you that drifts that way all the time, or is there a part of you that's like, damn, maybe that's more marketable? Maybe that's I'm gonna I'm a break down. I'm gonna break down. <laughs> so, you. I like that, bro. He's real, it is. He's hooking me in for real. So, now, great question, bro. Um, yeah, so basically. When I when I was working on this album, right, my son was he just was born, right. So I um this is you know before quarantine. So I went in the, I went in the studio and I don't know what it was. I had this weird dream, like it was like an epiphany, and in the dream, it's like my voice was talking to me and it was like, "Yo, chill out. You're doing too much. It's hip hop. Go in there and rap." That's like the dream I had. So when I woke up. I, I had everything written. I stopped caring about what people wanted me to do. I stopped caring what, how I should structure a song, okay? So that was the first album that I ever did, which was highly unorthodox. Okay. There were songs that were six minutes long. Some songs had three minute, uh, a minute chorus. Some songs had no chorus. Some songs had a four-minute intro. It's, I just didn't care. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it out. And yeah, it was my most critically acclaimed people till this day to ask me about three, which will come out soon. Word, and, word. And I can notice that on like the biggest stage because I, I listened to a lot of rappers who for the longest time did only like trap music. Right. Trap be- the example I like to use is Future. Mm-hmm. When he dropped two albums back to back, but Hendrix wasn't anything he ever did before and it was one of his best albums ever. Right. So I think it's good... For artists like yourself, especially, you know, how long you've been around this game for, is you're now versatile. You right. know the different styles that make people pop. You know the different styles that get people to listen to your shit. Right. So it's so important for rappers to be that versatile. 100%. Right. Thousand percent, man. And, and like I said, I just want to let y'all know, like, my, my, consumer is not, my consumer is not specifically based in America. Um, A lot of my consumers are in um, Germany, France. My producer that did Travis County 2 is from France. No shit. Yeah, so he's the one. Bon voyage. Global. Yeah. (laughs) Monsieur. But nah, like I get get a lot of good, um, I get a lot of good feedback and a lot of love from from Europe and a lot of countries over there. It's funny, like I put out merch and a lot of the people when I just dropped my merch, they're like, yo, sign, make sure you autograph it. But it's like I walk down the street and it's like, who's it? You know what I mean? That's how it is. Like the music that I do is it's yeah. more it's more prevalent because the art the fans over there, the the type of hip hop that I do is like it's um it's very preserved. It's yeah. like an amazing job. Yeah, it's like a, it's like art. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They, it's like they they're very serious and they're holding on to it. They, right. Unlike Americans, where we're moving on. Right. We have a very small attention span. So once you pop, the next year I want something else to pop. I get right. tired of you. Right. Yeah, after that is a new artist and a new artist and a boom, right. Boom, it's boom, so boom. fast. It's a yeah. current pace. Where if right. you, you know they see you and you're kind of preserving that art form, right? That like, oh, he's still rapping, rapping. There's no, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like some people right. have such all these gimmicks, right? And it's like they get they get fame, but they get money because of the gimmicks, right? Yeah. Once that gimmick runs out, that's it. Yeah. You're scrambling and hoping to get hot again, right? Millie said that he said something like, "If I I know if I dye my hair." Green, I'll get more fans, or something like that. Yeah. But it's true. It's like it's all it's all lined. It's corny. It's corny. Exactly, it's and it's all an antic. It's fucked it's up. An antic. It's fucked right. up. But at the end of the day, you know, like these people, I I guess are doing it obviously for like the attention grabbing. Right. But shout out to the to everybody that's that's messing with it because they're 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 considering and appreciating right. substance, you know. So right, and, and and they can be kind of extreme. Like I was I was with um. One of my friends recently, and you know, I'm reading, the, they're showing him the DM, and it's like, it's almost like, you know, you think like this dude's a weirdo, but it's they're not. They're just like if if it was anyone else hitting you up, you know, you kind of like what's going on, but they're just like, oh, you know, you know, talking about the music, and it just seems it's just very extreme, you know. It's yeah. the, they're not weirdos, 
They're it's just, just extreme. It's just a very different style than Americans, bro. Right. Just, just just look at like for right. example their sports. Like for example, right. soccer is huge. huge. Pretty much anywhere else but in America. The world right. sport, bro. You know, right. and and in some like of these places said, internationally, exactly. I know personally in Peru, yep. I'm pretty sure in other places in Europe as well, you can't drink in these games. They right. don't sell alcohol because people are so passionate about I'm what they you, like. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And let me ask you about, you know, your international fan base. Word. Did you expect that? Like, I know because certain people from the areas they're in, whether it be from Boston, New York, and Chicago, they kind of just expect the area to first fuck with it, like the right. surrounding area. So right. when you saw you were kind of popping internationally, that take you like off guard a little bit? I'm, I'm going to be honest. It did. I did an album called Meaning of H Part 2, which was on Dat Piff. It wasn't um, on an international. It wasn't distributed um, internationally. It was a mixtape, right? Mm -hmm. And I did that. And when I did that, people hit me up from, some people hit me up from Sweden. Wow. And like, yo, I love this album. This album's dope. This is before I even put anything on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then when I That's started putting this stuff, right, I started. So another thing that kind of helped me too is I would hashtag the country. So I would like hashtag mm. Sweden hip hop. So they're probably thinking, why is he hashtagging China hip hop? There was a reason why I was doing that. Um, and, and, it, and it did help me, you know, like my end goal of trying to get more more supporters from there. Um, and then when I did a, I did an uh, international feature, his name is Kek Cohen. If y'all ever check him out, we rocked 30,000 streams on wow. Spotify in like a month or something. Shit. A month wow. and a half. Or something. Wow. Congrats on that, brother. Wow. Nah, no doubt. Thanks. It was yep. his joint. I was just featured Where is he it. from? Finland. 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 Wow. Yeah, he's from, um, yep. He's wow. from Finland, man. They got the health insurance. For real. <laughs> they got everything over there. They ain't got no bitches, but he got the health insurance. <laughs> and I think that's also good that they're coming from, like, not, uh, how do you say, the United Kingdom or, like, the countries that you would think these European rappers would come from. Because a lot of times when right. you see, you know, they talk about UK rap and it's, you know, the drill bees with gigs and other people like that. Right. Grim rap. Exactly. Yeah. The grime rap. Exactly. Right. But, you know, you're kind of collaborating with people from you didn't think they'd be from there you thought right. they'd be from somewhere else so right. it's just the outreach is very notable and it's very cool because once you kind of realize that you can be anywhere in this world you ain't gotta stop like you right. know what i'm saying and it's good that you mentioned that they still accept that type of hip-hop you know what i'm saying right. they haven't moved on a generation they still right. a lot of times when international people speak about rap they still talk about like from like the 80s the 90s classics, and 2000s yeah. they, they don't talk about today's day and age mm -hmm. right right it's a fact so they, it's, they get all that old shit they get, exactly <laughs> they get, it's the time it's so timeless to them you know what i'm saying they get the super bowl yeah. loser shirts right for real <laughs> no but that that's a really cool i feel like unique experience for you because you know a lot of people or at least my perception of like when i'm doing anything i want to grow from like within and then like slowly spread out outwards right. it looks like for you it kind of like inversed itself right. which it's is a, it's, it's a real cool yeah. perspective not nah, an experience it is man and like i said when i when i did my last merch mind you we, we in a global pandemic mm -hmm. i released my merch i did playing cards it sold out in 24 hours hey. now i don't want to get into the numbers right but i'll tell you this 80 percent of those people aren't from u.s U.S. is some hate motherfuckers all the shows <laughs> 80 percent. so like a few of them i went to school with or you know, a couple people. From something like that, yeah. Something like that. But a girl that likes you, you know what I mean? But what still, what have you? But 80%, 80% <laughs> wasn't even from here. They don't hey, motherfuckers. They don't even speak English. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, tell me, tell me, the, the people want to know how about the hoes. Have the hoes changed? Have they changed you since your, your, your international success? You got right into Yo, it. I, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a hoe in my life. I'm just saying, you walk in with your bro, arms around this shit. You walk in. <laughs> I know, I right? The you, fifth. Spot. you have four girls in your arms. Like, yeah, you came in here with the Pico and two bitches, nigga. <laughs> Somebody lied. He's lying. He's lying. Yeah, Chinese Arab. <laughs> nah, man. Yo, it's funny you said that. Nah, uh. but nah. I know this. I know that. I'll tell you this, man. When I did my first, when I did my first feature, which was Project Pat, I was very proud of that. You said Project Pat? Project Pat. I got two records with him. Yeah. Okay. Man. So, um, I was on a radio station, and um, yeah, I was on a radio station before, and the guy that was interviewing me said, "How does it feel being the first hip hop artist from South End to have two platinum?" Features on an album. I didn't even know that. I did not know that. I'm just finding. I'm next to a star right now, motherfuckers. But but check it out. So so that's the thing. And and you know. And then I, I had two joints with him. I got a joint. I had a joint with Keith Murray, 
in um, nature. So when I originally did that album, I was trying to do this multimedia marketing. I wanted to find someone that had at least you know a million followers or more from the West, somebody that had at least a million followers or more from the South, and then somebody that had at least a million followers from the East. And what I was trying to do is connect all the dots. Mm -hmm. It wasn't no dick riding. It wasn't no. It, it was like let me link, and and they got they got fans. They got let me get some of them fans too. So that's right. that's why I did that. So when I did when I did when I dropped the joints. Yeah, certain women showed fake love. Certain women that, I, that I've seen before showed real love. And then certain women would you hate, you know? But it, they'd throw little... Little jabs at you? Little weird comments. Itches, they'd be like, I used to fuck with little Rapper. He a little Rapper, whatever. I ain't gonna say a name. He got money. Hold on. I ain't gonna say fuck a... Fuck you, Veronica. <laughs> I'm not gonna say a name. But I'll tell you, I didn't... I, did, I grew up with this girl. I'm not gonna say a name. She knows who she is if she's listening. When she hears this, whatever. But I remember she was like, oh, um, Project Pat, yeah, what has he done? Or blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And it's uh, like, yeah, but my like, thing is, but listen, but listen, but this is what I've noticed. This is what I've noticed. And the funny thing is when you elevate, see, whenever you elevate from a lower a lower level, the people will never, they'll never, they'll never bad mouth what you doing. They're going to bad mouth with whoever you're doing it with. Right? right, so if I ever did something Keith Murray, it's always what? Oh, Keith Murray is he is he on drugs? Blah, blah, blah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's right. never it's never. Why did you do the record? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I noticed about the weird kind of hating, whether it's from dudes or from females. And you know, I get I get messages. People hit me up like talking trash about Project Pad, or you know what I mean. I just you gotta neglect. You gotta you gotta hey, ignore that. It's the internet, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's people like, are corny, bro. For real. They I just mean, and at the end of the day, anything you do, whether it's you help a homeless person out, somebody's going to find something negative to that, say yeah, about it. That's just right. the day and age right. we're in. Exactly. So it is what it is. We just got to move forward with it. So right. talking about collaborations, you've collabed with Massachusetts' own terminology. Shout out to him. Shout out, um, Project Pack. And you've been doing this for a while. Who would be like your dream collab? That's a good question. My, dr my dream collab? I mean... I would say probably Raekwon a chef. Oof. I would okay. say Raekwon, man. That would that would that would really do it. That would really. I met Inspector last year. That was crazy, man. I got to smoke with him. <laughs> that <was, laughs> that, that must have been a crazy experience. It was, man. It was, and like, and I noticed like when you when you you know when you talk to industry artists or artists you grew up with. When I first talked to Project Pat, like the fan in me, because I'm a fan of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The fan of me was like kind of like. Showing a little, <laughs> yeah. And then you know, as as you progress and you work with other artists and you, you know, do other things, you just learn to submerge that. You it's have business. to submerge as business. Yeah. And as much as I wanted to jump up on Inspector Deck and be like, oh my god, blah, 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 you can't, you can't. You talk to him, you parlay with him, you play chess, you politic, and that's it. You know, I didn't even ask for his. No, I could have probably been like, yo, this what feature? Nah, we just talk, smoke. He blazed me up. You know what I mean? We yeah. talked and chill for a little, and that was it. I mean, Wu Tang is, yeah, you know what I mean? a staple, a staple. staple. So, so I know, I, I know, in the past when we've linked before, you've mm -hmm. told me about that, like how you don't necessarily like asking for a feature. You just kind of let the thing right. kind of like happen naturally. Right. Um, have you ever encountered like some resistance when you like reached out for like a feature or something? Like in terms of them not doing it, yeah, or, or yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's happened, man. And like I said, and that that's more, and and we have had that conversation. That's been more recently where I've where I've kind of like I'm not really interested in working with industry features anymore. You know what I mean? And it's nothing negative. I've just it's like I've done that. I've exactly. You want to move on? I want to move on. I've, I've felt like I've I've not building my brand fully, but I've building my brand enough where I can, you know, have myself, you know, catapult with me working behind myself um mm -hmm. not necessarily attaching myself to other names because i've done that it's part of like when you go on certain radio or you do certain you know certain ma magazine plugs or certain prs you got to be like hey i did this with you know i got this with Terminator. yeah i got this but now i don't do that i don't do that i just this is what i've this is my work you're gonna have to look into my work you know what i mean now has that ever happened to you like has someone ever come up to you like that Asking for like a feature and like kind of like you know smoothing out the groove or like immediately coming up and like yo let's get a feature. 
Like in terms of getting a feature for me, yeah, like 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 someone approached you, not like you. How should artists them. approach you for for just everything? Like if I, I was a young artist, I did it. I hit him up for a feature. He, <laughs> turned, he turned me down. No, no. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I'm just playing. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't do that. And I and and I have turned down features before. I turned down um because like I, I'll be honest, I, I I know I charge for features now. When I was younger, as I, you should, as yeah, you should. I haven't. I, when I started, I haven't. But there was an artist, like I said, I'm not gonna say his name. He was from Toronto, you know, Jersey. Uh, I was gonna say like Drake. He was, he was gonna pay me. I think at the time I was like looking just like two fifty or something. But his his music was just, and I'm not putting him down. It just it just didn't resonate with my yeah with my type of music. It's not all about the money because that's the thing. You got artists, and I won't say the names either, but they'll take that feature money, and it's like you don't even know you're taking that feature money. You're actually you're ruining your brand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you t- open up a Coke and you throw salt in it, it's gonna explode. Are you gonna sell it and people are gonna buy it again? Yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? So, right, for sure. I, I, I you know, I, I don't mind working with artists if they're dope. If they got, if they, you know, even if they, if they have something there to work with, I've worked with many artists um, for features. So yeah, I mean, it really, it really just depends on the artist. Right, right, and like you said, like. It's nothing personal when you reject someone. It's just that your style is different. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? It's not anything personal at all. And I think that's the kind of main thing that gets lost in translation, especially in this new era. Right. Is that if you say, you know, oh, Mikey, you know, I really don't mess with your style, bro. Like, no hate. And they're going to still take it personally, even though it's like you're just right. being honest. It's nothing right. against them as a person. Right. It's just that we all, no matter who you are, have different styles. Right. Mm-hmm. Fact. Exactly. It's kind of like just to break it down in like super lamest terms. It's just like a underwear brand trying to sell fast food. You know what I mean? Right. It's exactly. Not gonna, Facts. You're not good. The person's not gonna, you know, react to it the same right. way. It's so. gonna be different. You know I mean? hey, so, at what age did music change for you though? Because like, so I'm only twenty. I'm only, I'm twenty six now. I was twenty six, right? And right. even for me, I you know my music changes. My, like my palate changes for it. Because sometimes I hear like the little Uzis or some shit. I'm like, take. This shit the fuck off, <laughs> but like they, but the young motherfuckers they can understand it, they can hear right. it, they can boom right. boom. Like, who like when did you find yourself like? Are you one of those people that are not bitter towards the younger, but like I could tell you right now, I fucking hate some of these little people. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna build on that with you, man. I, I had a um, a time where I was frustrated at, at how hip hop was turning. Rightfully so. You know, you grew up in that right. golden era, so. right? But. Now, being older, where I'm at now in my life, my my stability and how I can speak on it, I'm not I'm not going to badmouth them. You know what I mean? And the reason why I'm not going to badmouth them is because it's they're a product of of us. You know what I mean? They're a product of us. And that's a fact. That's a fact. They're, that's they're, a great way to look at it. I look at them as like the babies, kind of. Even though they they older, they they, they like they like our children. You know, they are babies. So it's like. If we go in a direction now, I was able to. Now, don't get me wrong. I've 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 made mistakes in my in my life, but if I like, let's say I got you know jammed up and I got locked up, I'm not gonna blame Mob Deep for what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah, I right. took the responsibility, and I think with a lot of these kids, it's like they're so quick to blame. You know, the elder generation is like, oh, but y'all rap about selling drugs, so if y'all can't get mad if we doing drugs. But the whole thing about it is like. They just it's it's a it's a um it's a barrier of education, and that's all it is. I I used to get mad at them, and now I pity them. I feel bad. I feel bad that that they don't have the um the proper education. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying the proper education in terms of like schooling and just in terms of hip hop. You gotta study right. the game. You're right. You gotta study the game. Like I had a chance. Put it this way, right? Cool Herc, who I'm sure we all oh, know, created, innovated, literally the innovator of hip hop. Started hip hop. I never got to talk to Cool Herc. I got to talk to his assistant. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like, I'm like freezing up on the phone. For real. Like, Yo, <laughs> oh, my God. But the thing is, like, if we talk to these younger kids, they don't know who Cool Herc is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be honest, ba- I barely know who he is. Barely. That's fine. But, th- but see, and, I, and that's the thing. You're a little it, younger. It's fine. And I still, and I'm, a, and I'm saying that to say, and I still, and I study the game, though. Right. You know what I mean? That's what, that goes to tell you how far and deep it is for everybody to be a student, especially any industry you're in, and anything you do, you're right. always the student of the game. Right. Of course. And bro. you got to look all the way back. You can't just look right. at, like, like, if you're a rapper coming up now, you can't just look at the 2000s. Right. You mm-hmm. got to go 
all the way back to 1973 when right. Cool Herc started that shit. Right. You so, know, to, to add on that and, and everything, I just feel like it's kind of hard to generalize all that as one genre. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's right. just so many different subgenres. You, you right. got the chainsaw rap. You got the... There's so I get, many, right. The four words, yeah, something, something, yeah. You know, you got right. you got so many different styles and right. stuff. It's just, it's just kind of hard and difficult to kind of like make these people or expect these people to right. follow the same steps. So right, and and I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this. There's an artist I don't know if y'all ever heard of him. He's from the Bronx. His name's Dot Demo. Oh, I know Dot Demo. I, I love Dot Demo. I heard man. Of him. Okay. That song, uh, what is it? God, God forgives. Bro, listen to Roberto Clemente. Okay. So I love his visuals too, bro. I he was probably the first artist that I would say that gets into the realm. I don't know if you particularly would label it as trap, but that Roberto Clemente song is fire, and it's like he's not la rapping in the, in the style that I'm rapping, yeah. but it, it's the way I looked at it is his art, mm -hmm. and 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 the way that he um displayed the record. And it's all about Roberto. It's, the song is called Roberto Clemente. We all know yeah. legend, right? Mm -hmm. So, Absolutely. so he had this whole kind of comparison of, you know, baseball to selling drugs, and and it was beautifully displayed in a baseball field with like a ref broken down refrigerator in the middle of the field. Like I, that was the first record I think that I've heard that was like trap related. That I was like, yo, this is fire. And he was younger, you know, he's a yeah. younger cat. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, like I said, I don't, I don't, um, I used to always, you know, point the finger and I know like in certain blogs I've, I've seen my name brought up or people DM me, like, nobody wants to hear your old head, you know what I mean? Yeah, rap absolutely. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I'm, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to fight. Art is all subjective. Absolutely. So what Mike likes absolutely. for mine or what you like, that lady or sitting over there might not like, and that's fine. Exactly. That's perfectly fine. I'm not here to, um. To badmouth them because I used to I used to go on you know like um, radio yeah trash them and talk I don't do that no more sounds I, sounding crazy cause right because because like, now you like the old the old head hater yeah, and that's why I asked you because right. once again I saw I'm, I'm young and I saw myself at one point going like hey, bro take this shit the fuck off because I right. can't you know when, especially once again we you know I lived in America my whole life so in America when some shit is new or weird you say fuck it you just right. be like yo I don't want to hear this shit. take Done. it off right now. That's not to say I don't like them or it's not creativity or I'm always supporting motherfuckers getting their own shit. Right. I was just asking because I know there's a point where you get to a certain age and like you can either stick to your old roots right. or grow. Right. And I think a lot of people, you know, everybody catches that at a different time. Right. And I, I know the, one one of my um one of my comrades, he's you know, he definitely has been rapping with Forever Maddox. He does the trap. The the tra me and him have had argue like I've known this kid like almost my whole life. We've had arguments where I've you know he'll talk oh you're old and I'm like trap trying to be like one of them young kids and I always I always would tell him I always would tell him right I would tell him I'd say like the way I always would view it this is when I was on my hater stage right I would say yo when you old like when you older and you trying to pick up or emulate their style. It's like you're trying to ride a bike with training wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You look crazy. Why would you ride a bike with training wheels? And I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, why would you Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Now, it's nothing against, like, me, I'll never hate because there's dope, there's dope trap. I'm just saying, for me personally, I'm not going to do it. And it's nothing, I've come to that point in my life where it's like, I'm not hating, I'm not trashing them. I'm just, it's not me. It has a time right. and a place. I've tried to get on certain beats where I'm not rapping trap, but it's a trap beat and I'm rapping on it because I'm, it's just, I'm just, it's not me. Yeah, right. sometimes I used to have the argument too where I'm like, yo, just because you like Kendrick and he tells the story one way doesn't mean D. Herbal doesn't tell almost the same story, just in a different style. Right. And I, and I always argued, you know, because I hate when people dismiss certain rappers. Right. Because just because they don't sound or tell the story the way you, I heard it growing up or the way you liked it because right. i hear some trap shit and it's a story i fuck with it you know right, what i mean right there's certain songs it's dope and um and i'm gonna tell you this just to kind of bounce off what you said so basically the the thing that i've learned which is believe it or not that type of hip-hop is actually saving the hip-hop that i'm doing and i'm gonna tell you how it's doing that okay y'all ever heard of rock marcy i have not ever heard of ka 
I have not even. All right. I feel like I. That's okay. That's all right. All right. I was they're gonna not, say, they're I not, feel like they're, I hit. That's fine hit. because they're not. They're not mainstream artists. Okay? okay. So Rock Marcy was actually a part of Flip Mode Squad. You ever heard of Busta Rhymes? Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. So he he came out of that camp. Um, and SD Knack, he was on mm-hmm. SD Knack's project years ago. Rock Marcy, um, what he's doing with the hip hop, it's it's funny. It's like he's it's like. You know, everyone's doing the traps. So what he's doing now is like with the, forget the boom bap. I never call it boom bap. That's not. I don't know what boom bap is. You know what I mean? I, I never do. understood the meaning right. of that either. Like so the, there's a there's a there's a big people, circle. People use it. People use that. People word use it, but I use it. No, use and, it. and that's fine. And that's fine. That, I know artists that use it. Right. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, I've always had it. For me, it's like I've never grown up with the boom bap term. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So for you, that was just rap. I don't know. You know. You see what got I'm saying? So it. for me, it's like I don't. I don't understand. That and so yeah, it's just rap for it's me. It's rap, exactly. So so to break it down, what I was saying, so I, how I feel like it's um, real hip hop is actually being preserved better now. Believe it or not, it's because so now when you got the cats that are looking at certain, like I said, the Renaissance, Renaissance rap is is was what I'm a part of too. Mm-hmm. And Renaissance rap, I'm gonna break y'all down. It's basically like if you take a sample of a movie from like the 1930s, and it's just like. No drums. Okay. I'm going to rap on that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give y'all a record on that. Mm -hmm. And that has never been brought to the forefront the way it is now. Mm -hmm. You know, because I was doing stuff like that a while ago. But I felt kind of like weird doing it. Like, damn, maybe, you know. No, nah, that's I dope. I love that style. Nah, like, yeah. what, what, what's his name? Your, your old Droog? You ever heard of him? Yes. With Makami? You Yo. listen to Makami? Yeah, bro. He's down with Makami. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's. It's like just straight sample going the entire time right. in the loop. Right. Loop. No, no drum. No drum. No drum. Nothing. Yeah. But certain songs don't even have the drum in the sample. It's just like a string. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to West Side Gun with SD Knack, the joint, that was just a string. You know, and that's it. So now it's like the kids that were hating on a hip hop, then they hate this even more. Because <laughs> they're yeah. like, wait a minute. Everything why are y'all on a string? So yeah. it's like, it's, it's like. so spacey. Right. But it's, 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 it's needed. It's yeah. needed. And believe it or not, real the real hip hop is, is preserved, I think, even honestly, better now than it was before. Because yeah. I never heard those type of records in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah I'm just saying the mm-hmm. way it is mm-hmm. now, you got rock, you got. Um, Benny the Butcher does it, but West Side Gun does it a little more. Um, SC Knack, you know, um, there's a lot. There's a lot of artists that, you know, that stay in tune with that type of um, regiment, you know. And I do it as well, you know. You know who I like that that kind of has that that style, where I feel like almost their voice is emulating like what the snare and the and the kick is supposed to be. This dude Earl Sweatshirt. Oh, Earl Sweatshirt's dope. Yeah, like sometimes like on a beat is just a sample or like that's a dirty rapper right there. When he raps his really? words and his yeah, it's, it's like it's to the it's fine to it's the like point. MF you know Boomish what he's talking almost. about, yeah. right? It's it is and like and and, and that's and another thing. Like I said, just like Makami, I don't know if y'all have heard him. Makami has no Instagram, no Facebook, no Twitter. He deleted everything. He wears he wore a mask before COVID. <laughs> Never showed his face. Now he's with Jay Z. He's you know what I mean. He sit, puts out a vinyl for a hundred dollars. I look up to artists like that. Mm-hmm. But but and I always tell my artists, that, look at that. That goes to show you that being you, being unique, right. working hard works. Right. You know. Yes, sir. Because a lot, of, a lot of times people think there's a certain path. They, I always tell my, my artists, your journey is your journey. Right. You know what I'm saying? You trying to follow someone's path, is it's never going to work. Right. Because look at that motherfucker. He, to me, that shit's weird. Right. And, and there's no disrespect to nobody, but I wouldn't tell you that advice. I wouldn't tell you, right. your mask up, never show your face, never go on Instagram, never go right. on nothing. But if you come Don't make to, sense yeah, to me and you. Yeah, it don't right. make sense. But for him, it had to happen. You see what I'm saying? And it's also what he wanted to do. Right. He didn't care about, you know, the society structure, how, how he would look, how he would appear. Do he's it saying, for the gram and all yeah, that. He's like, yo, right. I'm, I'm trying to rap. This is my style, and this is what I think works. Right. And, I'll, and I'm going to be honest. I thought he was crazy. Like, when I first saw the transition, because I didn't pick him up until, like, right when he... um deleted his Instagram and all that because people started telling me about him. Who's this kid Makami? And I'm looking on it and I'm, and I'm doing more research. And I, I'll be honest, I thought he was crazy. I was like, mm-hmm. this dude's nuts. Like, she deleted sounds crazy. Instagram, yeah. you need Instagram. I need Instagram. It's helped me make money. Facebook, not so much, but definitely Instagram. Twitter, I would say as well. So um, I'm thinking this kid's just crazy, but he he was he's a genius. You know, that just highlights like the need in hip hop as a genre for mystery. 
Right. You know, that just highlights just, just that. Just in general, because we, we sell privacy, bro. Yeah. Right. For like, for example, right. MF Doom, he, he's another ma maxed character. Right. He got he one tweet in 10 years. He never <laughs> talks about himself in the first person. He's always talking about this mystical character. So right. it's hard to put, like, a persona on right. him or, or, like, to even right. identify him. And it's crazy. It gets deeper because uh, I've even heard or, or read on blogs that some people got mad at him because of the mask. You can't identify him one, so he would send like a, a look-alike to perform for him. And I'm all like, I'm all like, yo, that kind of goes with the character. If He's you done ask that? me, for real? yeah, he That's done that. Crazy. Yo, some people That's a good track. Way. You can do two shows in one night, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Money, right? Like it ain't just, it's just a mask. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah, right. And then walk right out, just fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was he really here? Nah, he was. Yeah. That was me. Like you sure? Like I just seen him in Louisville, but he said he was playing in Tallahassee. But I'm like, I moved quick. Yeah, <laughs> he is this mystical guy, so, right? Right, right, right. And I want to get funny. on that because too many Doom is a legend, hundred yes, percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People like you view him from that old generation. Definitely. But getting back to the point with the younger generation, they view, you know, kids their age. I don't want to say kids their age, like the ones who have passed, like XXX Tentacion, right. Juice World, right, Lil Peep. Those are legends to them, and then you kind of see. You know, people get mad at that because they think that their contribution to the hip hop as a whole wasn't big. Right. But I feel like personally, what matters is what they did for those fans. That's right. why they're a legend. So I mean, are you kind of the, in that same boat? Listen to me. Yes. And that's what people get so misconstrued with the word legend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. It's a very touchy word. Yeah. It's a very touchy subject. Because it, it makes you feel something. Because when someone says legend, what I think is a legend, what you think is a legend is right. very different. But let right. me tell you something. You see what Mike just said when he said legend? Now, when he's saying that, he's talking about our neighborhood, what I did in my neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? Now, you could now people can misconstrue and say, oh, is he a legend in hip-hop? Is he a legend in this and that? Mike's talking about our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And what I did for South End. You know what I'm saying? Because I had a put something on my back you know yeah. what i mean so when i did certain things that's you know what i'm saying i've heard other people call me that right and i'm not gonna fight it but i'm not gonna necessarily be like oh i'm a legend with dj premiere and shit you know because it's like there's there's <laughs> yeah. levels there's levels but the word legend a thousand percent little peeps legend thousand percent all them cats a legend because they've they reached the goals that they had to set out for and they did it right you know, yeah, and some man. of these some, some of these guys, like although the music sounds very different to what you want to expect when you listen to rap, right? I feel like in in some ways, some of them, not all of them. There's a lot of trash out there. We can't right. hide that. But some of them are like pushing the envelope forward. Mm -hmm. You know, doing certain things that you wouldn't thought of right. that you would listen to. Like sometimes I listen to a track. Like for example, let's put uh, Will Smith's son. Right. You know, he Jay raps. He, yeah. he, 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 he can actually rap. I've he heard a couple good. of joints. He's, he's good. He's, he's talented. creative he's talented. as fuck, too. Yep. He's he nasty, but he has some songs that I'm all like, yo, I don't even know if that's rap. But it's fire. Right, <laughs> right. You know, so right. just pushing the envelope forward, I feel like, is is also something I credit the, the, the new generation right. for. And, and like I said, and to bring it back to what I told you about how art is subjective. Now, as much as I might argue and say that it's not art, who am I to say that? Right. Yeah. I'm not the one buying this canvas. It's those th four million kids that are buying That's or right. twenty million kids that are buying this canvas. Cause it's canvas. When we do when we make records, those aren't records, those are canvases. It's art. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's an art form. So I've changed my views and how I've viewed that before. It's definitely art. And you know, those cats are legends, whether it's something I listen to or not. You know? Very subjective. You know what I like throughout the podcast? You know, you were honest about how your views change. I think a, a lot of times, just because when you're young, you don't know nothing. Right. You think whatever you think is, whatever you think at that moment, you think it's solid forever. You think right. you're going to feel like that forever. And right. a lot of times, there's been artists where, where I hear the first time and I go, fuck that nigga. Because well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm young, I'm quick, my mind is always racing. So I, I judge you the first right. song, the first 50 seconds. I'm like, nah, fuck this. And, no, I, and I rarely go back. Right. But I can admit, and I like how you know throughout the throughout the interview, man, throughout the whole shit you're admitting, like, yo, listen, I should think one way. Right. You know, and then as you grow, you start thinking and appreciating the art form and respecting the culture and right. what, what, what it means to be a part of the community because you're a part of the community. Right. And so, yeah, you can shit on it, 
but you don't have to. Like some people go out their way to hate on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, cool. But don't that, go out see, your way to hate on the shit. And that's how it is now. Cause I think before I put too much energy into that. Yeah. Right. Into they don't they're that's not doing insane. what they're not doing what should be done. And they're not they're 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 disgracing hip hop. But then again, it's like when I when I came when I was listening to hip hop, um, no disrespect, but I didn't want to hear the um can't nobody hold you down. Not the puffy, the, the original one. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I didn't want to. I mean, I. But this is. But I'm gonna tell you the difference. I never trash. I never made fun of the Rakims, the Big Daddy Canes. I never disrespected them, yeah. even though I didn't listen to them and it wasn't my thing. And that's the difference between the younger generation is that they, they don't have the respect. You know what I mean? And, but like I said, it's an education. We're assholes, thing. man. You're right. assholes. But it's an education. You need to be taught. If if you're not taught to be not an asshole, you're gonna be an asshole. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 all in the barrier. And uh you know, hopefully within time, you know, things will change. I don't expect them to do the type of music that I do. I just want them now it's like instead of me judging the art I'm, I'm just judging the characteristics of who they are as a person. Right. Just just show respect. Right. I don't have to listen to my music. You don't have to listen to my music at all. But don't worry about what I'm doing. I'm not worried about what right. you're doing. Don't worry it's a about choice. And you know I mean? the big thing, I think, with this generation, don't get about hating, is the energy it takes. Mm. Right. Because if you're getting up every day and you're like, man, I hate Uzi or I hate Biggie, you know, right. fuck the old head fuck. That's so much bad energy that, like... It's going to give you, you cancer. No, it's like, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like, three years. I don't know how, <laughs> like, how some people do that because more people have to realize that, well, what if I put this hating energy into, into something music, art, music right. that I like or something productive yeah, yeah, yeah. so that way I don't have to hate on it and people don't have to hate on it either right. and I can just do it. So that's the thing with the end. That's why I kind of get pissed when people are hating because it's right. like... Right. You're using energy on me, bro. Like, yeah, not saying wasted. I'm not worth it, but, like, that's yeah. so wasted. It's wasted. Like, you could wasted be out energy. going, like, get your money. Why are you hating on me? Who cares? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do right. my thing. You do your thing. The energy stays like that. I did a record, right? It's funny. The dude's name was Asmar. He was in math line. Okay. He'll probably hear this, whatever. And I was dissing him on the record, and the song was called Wasted Energy. I'm dissing him on a record. Right. I'm admitting that this that song is wasted. It's, it's a it's pointless, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Just to you know? show you what's up. Right. right. <laughs> so I, you know, I came from the battle rap era. That's Shout out oh, to battle. Shit. I love battle. That's rap. what I started. I love man. battle I did rap. I, you know, square root. You had to be your sword had to be the sharpest. And now, you know, I've I've kind of I've I've swayed from that because, you know, I just I'm not doing it. I used to, you know, I've gone. I've had this and stuff like that. I'm just. I'm past that, you know. Yeah. What I mean, I mean, I mean, shout out to that song on Genuflex, man. Careful who you battle rap. Right, that, that that's it, always man. been mine, yo. Yeah, Mike always loves that. One. <laughs> yo, it's fire. I, I appreciate. He, that. He's like, I'm not doing this no more, but just in case y'all forgot. Right. <laughs> Thank you for noticing it, because that's why I did that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me. I gotta lean from this. I gotta. I gotta stay away. But, but just in but case, just in case you didn't know what I could do. Just yeah. know, I still got it. I'm <laughs> still <laughs> packing. Right. Right. Word, right. Facts, bro. So, so, um. Bubble 07 is out right now. Where can right. people get that? You can get it on everything. Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. What's it called again? It's called Bubble 07. Bubble 07? I like that. Bubble 07, yeah. yeah appreciate hey, you got a bit, you have a big catalog on your on your shit, don't you? Yeah, um, I got about 17 mixtapes on that piff. I got Talk that. <laughs> talk that. Let niggas know. Yeah, you know that. Let niggas know. Talk that. It's not a lot. I got I got four albums. Talk so. that. <laughs> that shit. Say that. You know I mean? right. Yeah, four now four four albums on um iTunes and my, you know my fifth one will be coming out soon. Where where where, mm. where can where can people expect that when they're gonna expect that. Um, um, let's just say about another month. I gotta just deal with a couple legal issues. The kinks, and, exactly. You know what I mean. You definitely kinks. gonna reach out to hear this shit early. Yeah, I want to say that exclusive. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. link y'all to that. Um, it's gonna be very unorthodox. Uh, so it's not gonna be hardcore. Like I said, that album is very unorthodox. Um, it's not hardcore, but it is gonna be very unorthodox. Um, not your standard um, stuff. And like I said, that that's the funnest. That that was the most fun. I had like making an album, that's and I'm not gonna. Oh, that's yeah, it is. For real, that, that is. I'm not gonna always do that. Like, it's not like gonna be my staple. Mm -hmm. But like, it's like you know, sometimes do a project or two and have fun. Don't worry about how long it is. That's the thing. I got people get too focused on. Well, that sometimes, sometimes, and this is, and I don't know if you ever like this because mm -hmm. I come from the era too. Like, I grew up making music, right. so I, I manage talent now, and like, I know music isn't like my full blown passion. I love making music though. 
And right. I know sometimes for real you make music for yourself. Right. Sometimes you're like, I want some, I want to hear some shit mixed mastered in the, in the studio, and I want to play out, out of my car, and mm-hmm. I want to share it. Of course, you want to share it, right. but so I, I definitely made records where I'm like, this is for me. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. when I hear this shit, I, I, this times where I hear much, I'm like, damn, this shit relatable than a motherfucker. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> oh, this me? Yeah, like yo, who, who wrote this, this shit, nigga? Right. 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 <laughs> and sometimes that can come from like an artist you never even listened to before. Absolutely, right. which is mm-hmm. that that's like that's the best thing about music. Oh Especially yeah, from my thing. And, and, and picking back in on uh, unorthodox, I feel like it's good to call it that term because we have like this ideology of what a hip hop song is supposed to sound like. Right. But at the end of the day, it's rap. What rules is there to really right. follow? Right. You know what right. I mean? You're just self-expressing. So right. right. And I and and the thing is like so when I did genuflect, I I dealt with a lot of that. You know what I mean? I dealt with a lot of that. What not necessarily that my records were bad. It's just like oh, but you don't have this type of sound. You know why you got Project Pat on, on it? You you don't sound like you would work with Project Pat. There was just too many of that stuff, too much of it. Right. When I did Swiss watches, plastic cups, I was trying to you know have have a little more less industry features and kind of just do what I wanted to do, but still kind of having the, the the consumer in mind or yeah. whoever you know. Let me just kind of. When I did Travis County 2, all of that went out the window. And I did get hate from it. Like, I did get people hit me up like, yo, why would you do a song? Why this? Like, I don't understand, you know. But then then the hardcore, my audience, they they wanted, they were waiting for that. Yeah. They don't care if it's a long. They got their fix. They got their fix. <laughs> right, you know? right, so, right. Yeah, I, I must say, though, the, the, that audience for me is definitely the most, they show the most love, more than the conscious records or songs for the girls anything like that believe it or not the hardcore them kids kids are crazy <laughs> they're waiting for the real rap yeah they crazy though they crazy we gotta get some real rap on here though i'm Hell thinking yeah, that man. yeah me too. i'm thinking that i'm thinking i'm Word thinking up. a bugsy freestyle though yeah man How that's you what i'm thinking about that i'm with it i'm with it i'm with, I'm it, with it you with it I'm with it. We man. with it? Yeah, I'm, right. I'm waiting for it. Hey, let's do this, got, man. Let's all right, do we this. got a Wait, beat going. Acapella, you, uh, or you, you type of dude throw a beat on? Yeah, I mean, however you want to throw him a beat, but we could, you know. Yeah, throw the beat on. Yeah, throw the beat on, bro. We could rock however, man. I need let's, that let's beat ASAP. Let's get it. Exactly, let's get it. Let's get it. All right, man. We got Bugsy in the building. About to, He spoke that fire. He dropped some gems. Now you about to see what he's all about. Give it up for Bugsy. Uh, yeah. What up? Uh, yeah, a little bit worse. Uh, like, yo, Bugsy, why the fuck you work in retail? Tell your bitch to hit me up. Please use the email. Get it back. It's called detail. Fucking saw the antenna on the whip. Now that's three sales. Put it back in a plastic bag back and I slap a fag quicker than the bitch come through with a drastic tag popped it off bitch said I rocked it off took a fucking panties yeah you know I had to knock it off bitch was ill right then I had a fucking sister then I dismissed her bring it back I re-stitch her <laughs> bitch was ill had a <laughs> Oh, shit. Talk that talk, bro. Yo. 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 Yo, man. That was fire. Little something right there. God damn, bro. Okay. We see you. Feel me, bro? He break it up and re-stitch it, too. It's full service, baby. It's for real. Bring it back. Took it out of order for a minute. You know what I mean? Yo, yo. That's what you getting out of Bugsy, though. That's why. You know what I'm saying? That's the Bugsy experience. So, y'all got to go check out his shit. Yo, y'all heard him. Yeah, had the first fire, I had it live, man. Appreciate Bugsy out here. For real, for Word real. Up. Yo, for shout, real. shout out your Instagram, your socials, everything yeah. right for now. Yeah. And also, shout out anybody you want to shout out. Like I got you. you. Yeah, for real. Yeah, Let's I got get it. Let me do that. Um, so it's going to be Bugsy underscore H, like I said, for the Instagram. Um, Bugsy Hewitt with two Ts for the Facebook. Underscore Bugsy H for Twitter. Yeah, Face of a Neighborhood. Y'all can check that out. My life stories in that. And um, I, I want to give a shout out to the Hewitt family. You know what I'm saying? Um, my brother, the 18th Bronzeman. You know what I'm saying? S18. We got G Stacks, my protege. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Hewitt family, man. We we definitely gonna we gonna we're gonna we're gonna rock a couple of bells this year, man. You know what I'm saying? We my look brother, forward to that. My brother, I got we're gonna have some stuff too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mike, we're gonna have some stuff, man. But um, yeah, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me up here. Of course, you know bro. What I'm saying this this course, was bro. a dope interview. Um, y'all have an amazing Amazing podcast, you know. Y'all, y'all definitely, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be tuned in. 
Oh yeah, you gonna come back too. Listen, that's what I'm saying. I'm back. Trust you me. ain't here for just one round. We'll say that. No matter <laughs> where you are, word. you're here for multiple. Word. I don't it. care. You know need, what I'm we, we need you to come stitch it back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get the thread next time with the needle. For real, he's got the needle. Gonna quill something up. Word. Word. word, up, word yeah. up, yo, yo, Alex, who we shouting out, bro? Bro, like I do every time, man. Shout out to me for working so hard, man. I love my shirt. Nah, self fuck love, that. Self love, man. Shout out to me. Thank you for Bugsy for sliding through. Shout out to my okay. whole team. You know what I mean? Shout out to Jay, Josiah, you know, Eddie Gray, Hater Wait, you know, my whole team back home. But yeah, shout out for everybody, man. Thank you guys for coming through and working hard, man. Where can they find you, bro? Uh, it's go die Alex underscore MMC. Don't forget the MMC. That's the dream team. Um, and that's on everything. Instagram, Spotify. Don't look me up on Facebook. That's just weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> Mood, though. I deleted right. my shit. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm a comedian, too, so you can find me on YouTube if you just look up Alex Jesus. So you'll be straight. All right, Mikey, word, Mikey, word. Mikey. Hey, it's Mike Sanchez. You can find me on Instagram, M-I-K-E dot S-A-N-C-H-E-Z-Z-Z. That's three Z's so they can stop sleeping. sleeping. Shout right. out to the family. Yo, Bugsy, I appreciate you, brother. Oh, family baby. ties. There, baby. You already know. Word yes, out. sir. Yes, sir. Me, myself, and I, you can find me R-E-P-E-T-E-617 on literally anything. You can freaking find me on Tinder like that, I think, too, probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, make sure y'all swipe and shout me out, too, for real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Snap, Insta, Twitter, no matter what. This week, I got a shout-out. Alex's artist is from last week, Jay Hustle, man. That was a great interview. Dope oh. spitter, 16 years old, man. He's on the come-up, and y'all going to watch him rise. That's all Absolutely. I'm going to say. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, for Bugsy, for Alex, for Mike, I'm repeat, and y'all don't remember, don't say this, say Say that. that. Good luck, people.